Welcome back to Church Jams Now, the podcast where three former youth group kids and current music nerds do a deep dive on Christian music from the 90s and 2000s. Guys, this is a very special episode. I, of course, am your host, Kylan Savage. With me, as always, is my co-host, TJ Smith. Hey, TJ. Hey, hey, what's up? And our beautiful producer, Josh. Hey, you guys. I'm so excited for this very special episode covering Zoe Girl. We have our very own patreon bot patreon bot fully charged oh my gosh Patreon so great to see you i know it's been so long we used to do remember all the ads back in the day where we went to the multiverse on the some kind of zombie episode and you helped us fight zombies and you were there you were such a staple i know you were a staple for a long time times together and then you disappeared like what happened yes user kylan my battery was depleted by all of the very needy human needs that all you humans have, especially Josh. Well, okay, Patreon bot. I'm so sorry that your battery was depleted. Uh, listeners of the show will know that I do suffer from ADHD, and I might have forgotten to charge your battery, but I'm glad you're back now. With some new features too, right? Yes, I am now able to fully translate all languages on the fly and open any bottles and cans that you may have. Wow. Can you try one of those? Uh, yeah, yeah, hey, I got something right here. Can you try to open it for me real quick? Of course. Uh, wait, what's happening, guys? Wait, wait, wait what is it? What is it? The can is still closed. Is there's like, gone, a, there's no. like a weird light happening. Okay, there's like there's like a portal being opened to like an alternate dimension. You guys see this? Yeah, I do. I do. I wait. Can you guys hear that? It sounds like it sounds like some some female voices. It sounds similar to ours. It does but, sound, yeah. Are they talking about something? Wait, wait. Are, is that the church news now theme song? Wait, what? What's happening? Oh my god. Wait, wait. Are we entering an alternate dimension? Church Jams. Welcome to Church Jams Now, where we are three former youth group kids and current music nerds who deep dive old Christian music and figure out if it stands the test of time. Yes. Welcome to the podcast, ladies. Welcome back, everyone. Hey, guys. Excited to be here. So, Faith, you want to introduce yourself and we'll kind of go down the line? Of course. My name is Faith, um, host of another podcast, which you all should listen to, Enjoy the Sass. And I'm really excited to be here talking church jams i'm bethany i don't host any podcast i just show up on other people's except for this one yes uh, <laughs> i just uh show up and have fun okay sarah <laughs> hey what's up guys i'm so glad to be here with you guys we've been doing this for a long time so long i know is this our 31st world. episode so many times and it's so fun to all talk together but let's like talk about how we know each other am i right yeah yeah i know sarah from way back when in our youth group days way back 
Grace Church, the whole fam family. <laughs> and I know Faith through Josh and Allie. And yeah. Faith, I know you through this podcast. Yeah, so. this podcast hey. has really been a great connector for all three of us, I feel like. What's up? Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> pretty awesome. <laughs> pretty awesome. Yeah, and me and Bethany go way back, man. The thing I remember about Bethany, not just her amazing, beautiful voice, which oh, I always so loved hearing in my youth group days. Oh. Um, but also we went on a mission trip to Belize together. Oh, yes. Which was a wonderful time for us because I was a little bit older. You were kind of in a different crew of friends. And so we got to know each other just a lot better during that oh, yeah. time. Um, but yeah, okay, so that's how we know each other. And Faith, I listened yes. to the wonderful podcast that you recorded and oh, you're so professional, you. man. You, wow, no thank you, you a so podcast. Much. Thank yeah. you so much. You know, two podcasts going strong really, really sets you up for success, I think. Yeah, it's like full-time job you got going on here. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much, plus a full-time job. But you know, who's counting? <laughs> Until church dance now that we always do, you know, yes. regularly. Until that pays the bills. Yes, until course. it pays the bills, you know, we have <laughs> right. to have the full-time job to, to carry exactly. us. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, wait, so um, I, I know that we've all had our own podcast on church dance now, like yes. uh, in the alternative universe that we're not addressing at this point in time. But Correct. Um, essentially, <laughs> like... <laughs> Obviously, I, I know kind of Bethany's history here. Like, we are connected. Yes. Musically. She went on with music. I did not. Faith, what's your connection to music? I don't think I got that from your from your episode. Yeah, I am not a current music nerd. I love okay. music. I am a former youth group kid. I did grow up in church. Grew up, you know, listening to all the CCM. Now, the alternative universe of this podcast who has some male hosts that we're not talking about. They all are very into the alternative pop, punk, rock, metal Metalcore, vibes of, yeah. yes, I am the opposite. Okay. I liked the girl groups and I liked all the stuff that my dad listened to. We did talk about my dad in my episode. It was very formative in my CCM journey, um, listening to Mercy Me and Newsboys and Third Day. And then as I grew up, I was a 10th Avenue North girly. I don't know oh, what yeah. their fan club is called, but I was one of those. The um, North Stars. The North Stars. <laughs> wow. That's great. <laughs> I would, I love that. Um, so that, that is kind of how I grew up um, with music, especially Christian music. Um, I think my first like concert experience was going to Acquire the Fire in sixth grade. Oh my gosh, I went um, to that. Yes. I Wasn't think it, it was in Dallas. Delirious? Didn't Delirious yes. lead worship? I was at yes. that same thing. Yeah. Yeah, that, with the skits and the... I what think, a weird memory, yeah, honestly. Yeah, wild. <laughs> I think I found my CD. Somehow there was a CD. I think that's what it is um, I think from I that too. one. So um, that was my first like concert experience. And then I did like Hillsong United when they came to Austin. Like that was the vibes. So yeah, I'm not... A, I was a choir kid, but that's as far as my musical talents go. Choir kid right here. What's yes. up? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Love that. Love that we have, all of us have that connection. So good. For sure. So yeah. yeah, that's my music journey. Do you want to remind the listeners, both of you, Sarah and Bethany, how you kind of grew up in the CCM world or in music in general? 
Uh, yeah. So um, Bethany and I went to the same church in the Dallas area. And so we have a good old evangelical background for better Free, or for baby. worse. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, our, our youth group was really tight, like despite sure. being different ages and whatnot. Um, we didn't have a lot of like, I don't know, cool stuff going on, you know? Yeah. Which I really valued in our experience growing up in church in general. Um, but Bethany was up on stage doing music. I was up on stage doing music That's sometimes right. too. Nice. That's right. Uh, so we both did kind of performances stuff, like, cause it was, kind of podunk is the best way to put it i don't know like it was like there was no like famous person or cool person who was like musically specialized it was just like you can sing you can like play some tunes great get up there do your thing yeah i love that yeah so there's that um you know so i don't know if we had exactly similar family backgrounds but yeah just listened to a lot of christian music had a lot of music in my life piano on my own and choir in school so that nice. was my okay yeah my music background like sarah said we grew up together in the church i actually learned to play guitar i taught myself how to play guitar because once wow. the previous leader left there was nobody to play the guitar and like lead so i was like oh i'll do it of course i knew g d c and e minor maybe an a minor if i was feeling fancy so um but nice. yeah i just grew up with all the you know local klty kiss not kiss fm <laughs> that's not christian music uh power fm and all that so yeah the three of us have gathered here today to talk about the absolutely iconic unforgettable that i never owned Zoe Girl's first <laughs> CD. Yes, yes. <laughs> I also never owned it. Full disclosure. Oh, really? Yeah, I <laughs> realized I never owned it. I didn't either. Who are yeah. you guys? But we all know. knew that the single. I yes. believe. Like, yes, if you talk to a young woman or a woman these days who grew up around our time period, she mm-hmm. will know. I believe, even if she doesn't know the name of it, if you put it on, she will sing along. Oh yeah, she will know yeah. it. I can't wait to get to re-listen. But I think that we discussed before we started recording that Kylan decided in a drive-thru that we needed a Zoe girl. Shout out to Whataburger. We're looking Shout for a sponsor. All of us need a sponsor. Um, <laughs> that he, there needed to be a Zoe girl jams now. And who better than three girls, female hosts to take it over. Um, I think when I first like was talking to producer Josh about this podcast, Church Gems Now, I said, I want to do like some classic Mercy Me or Lecrae church clothes or oh. Zoe Girl. And so I love that now here one of these has come to fruition with this episode. And I'm honored to be doing it with the both of you. Yes. And Sarah, yeah. did you own the CD? Yeah. What is the, what is <laughs> your journey with it? Oh, girl, come on. You don't want to own like, that did CD. I? Come did on. I ever? Come on. I love that. <laughs> Listen, love me a good George Shams now. Like, but let's get some, you know, estrogen up mm-hmm. in this piece. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Yes. Love you guys. Not hating, but like the jokes on the last episode that we were like on, you know, <laughs> not really. It wasn't that bad, y'all. But no. like, let's get some females up in here, you know? Sorry, I had to jump. <laughs> I said penis. Who was that? Penis. <laughs> penis. Wait, did we have someone, an intruder? 
Yeah, intruder oh, alert. <gasps> Please enter a like. <laughs> okay well should we like start talking about this this album what's the album that we're doing (laughs) it is self-titled zoe girl self-titled zoe girl they came out strong oof you know gotta do the classic artist thing and start with an album but do self-titled most artists start with a self-titled album i feel like maybe it's sometimes it's like the second album yeah, like you want people to know who you are. I'm right. Kind of arrogant, just gonna say. Just a little. Just Ooh. a little. But you know, their name literally has girl in it. So if there was any question as to who or what they were. That is true. Or how they identified. To take on producer Josh's role in this episode, I have done research, guys. So do you wanna hear do you wanna hear some research about this, this band before we talk about like our you know, our journey to Zoe Girl. Um, so this is a band, Zoe Girl, all caps Z-O-E. Which my all dad growing case. up was so like happy to tell me Zoe means life, I think in Greek or something. Yes. Was... Okay. That was one of my fun facts. Yes. So way to know oh, that. No, I love it. I didn't know that. Um, so yes, Zoe means life in Greek, but that was a trademarked thing already so they decided to add girl to the end of it um (laughs) that's good yes because you know girl group right um and then obviously they talk about their life in christ so that is how their name originated um i think zoe was a band already that's how it was trademarked that hmm. fact check could come later. I don't know. Um, so this band, Zoe Girl, is an American Christian teen pop and pop rock band formed in 1999. It's a generous mm. rock. Yes. Rock is a bit generous. Rock is a bit okay. generous. <laughs> it's a bit generous. Um, the, <laughs> club. the group is comprised of Chrissy Conway Katina, Alyssa Childers, and Kristen Swinford. I don't know how to say the last part of her name, so I'm not going to try. So apologies to Kristen. You did great. Thank you so much. They were signed to Sparrow Records, another Sparrow Records um, artist. I think we've had a few on Church Amps now in the past. We can also fact check that later. But they were signed with Sparrow Records from 1999 to 2006 when they famously disbanded. Wait, famously? What well, happened? Not, well, they it's now defunct. Their um, fan club website is how they announced that they were disbanding. Um, so, you know, the classic before social media vibes of oh, yeah. we're posting on our fan club website and we have decided to go our separate ways. So, oh, wait, what's the drama behind that? Now I want to know. They, from what I could find, because I was not a part of the fan club probably because I didn't have internet until right. after 2006. Same. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I could not be a part of their fan club. Um, but it said that they wanted to tend to their own personal objective, a.k.a. they went on to do their own solo albums. One of them had a group with oh. her sisters, oh. etc. Yeah. Okay. That's do you weird, happen right? to know how old they were when they released this first album? That's a great question. I wish that I... That is one thing I didn't research, but we can find it and insert. Up. Okay, Bethany will look that up. 
while I carry on with our little moment that we're having. So this band, Zoe Girl, like I said, they signed with Sparrow Records in 1999. Their debut single was released in 2000, I believe, the aforementioned song that we all probably know. Honestly, I can't remember the words, but I know as soon as I put it on later, I will remember every single word. (laughs) That's right. Very excited for that. Fun fact about this album that we'll be discussing, it was the album that helped them become Sparrow Records' fastest-selling artists of all time. Wow. Of all time. That's crazy. I kind of believe it because when they came out, like, I can't really think... There were other female Christian groups, but they were, like, the older... like. What plus one, you know, like that's who uh-huh. like, moms everywhere loved plus one. Yes. And like there really wasn't a female young girl group. So in a way, I can see where they just like swooped in and filled an empty spot. Definitely. Definitely. In the in their origin story that I read about the producer, um, he said there needed to be a girl pop group. And so that's when he his name's Norman Miller. Um, he approached Alyssa Childers and wanted to form the group around her. So she was the first member of the group. He somehow knew her from when she was two years old. I I couldn't find more information on that, but um, he knew that she was going to be a star way back then. So oh, Okay, does that give um, you yeah, Creepsville vibes? It gave me Creepsville like... vibes <laughs> as well. I didn't... <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to think about the fact that he had known her since she was two years old f- too much. So I, I just skimmed over that, you know, but basically he decided she was going to be, she was going to be a star. star. Yes. And so, um, the band was formed around her and then they brought in Kristen Swinford, who was said to have a pure pop voice that paired well with Alyssa's more gritty voice. So, so um, like, they're not even friends. Like they yeah, just they like didn't, straight they up. They didn't really, really know each other. Yeah. And then they started writing music together. Um, I saw that Kristen was in a jazz group that she had to basically bounce out of to be a part of the girl group that was yet to be named. Like when they formed this band, it was not named. Um, And then they brought in Chrissy Conway to be the last member of the group. Um, She felt like it was the right move for her to be a part of this group as well. So she joined the crew and they, they signed to Sparrow Records like pretty much immediately. Like they, they were met, formed, signed, um, probably (gasps) because of the guy who had known her since she was two years old. Oh my gosh. Okay. This story does not help out with how I feel about this band. Like, (laughs) yeah, it it definitely soiled (laughs) um the the feelings that i had as well um it feels very music machine creepy yeah i didn't like that That, there's no like like, um you know they're not famous enough now like obviously they didn't last very right yeah not long it's like you know there's no, I mean, so I don't know if any scandalous stories would come out. I don't know. I'm not trying to put a damper on this. We're waiting like... for the Zoe Girl documentary to come out <laughs> on Discovery Plus. <laughs> I will say, I did see that, uh, you may have already said this, Faith, but I no, saw go ahead. that the manager's name is Norman Miller. I'm just yes. saying, I don't know a good man named Norman. I've never Sorry met if you're out there, either. sir, but... It's not statistically, it's not good for you. 
It so. doesn't feel good. Yeah, it doesn't feel great. Stephanie, <laughs> oh, that is funny. That's so good. Oh my gosh. Well, I think this is probably a good time then. How, where did you come? come into your like Zoe girl era because in the year 2000 I was eight years old um and didn't really know anything about music to be honest so um I came into my Zoe girl assance probably by like (laughs) 2003 not gonna lie which is like their third album time frame um so what about you ladies like where where were you in 2000 when this album released sure i can't do math like you can't <laughs> do math but i was just, eight two drinks in at this point <laughs> oh no i was eight i am 29 Sarah i was eight 100 the kylan of the episode <laughs> yes 100 <laughs> the fast math guys fast math i don't know y'all's ages otherwise i would do the math i was nine you. i'm th- uh, well i'm 31 <laughs> yeah but yeah. i was nine when this came out yeah. sorry <laughs> Okay, so Sarah, you were somewhere Ooh. in the middle, maybe? Who knows? Wait, what am I? Okay. <laughs> Someone do the math. I'm for real. Please cut this out. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't I do math. You're 34. I am 34. Thank you, Bethany. Wow. Okay, go. so you were 12 when this came out. Okay, I got so you. You're the oldest of the, of the group. Okay, excellent. You. Excellent. Shit, so man. you were 12. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I was 12. Where were you at 12? Zoe girl. You know, it's funny. My last podcast that I did in the alternative universe was uh, about Nicole Nordeman. And that was where I was at. Like I was in not a very like happy space. So it's funny that I listened to this album. But you know what? My sister brought it up recently because we're listening to church jams now. She was like, y'all got to talk about Zoe girl. And she went on to listen to the other albums. I never did like that. I realized that I listened to the first album and I think I was into it, but I didn't keep on. And I think it just wasn't fulfilling to me. Like, I think I needed more like meaning or something. So maybe I'm already giving away my prediction here, but like. I needed more meaning and I didn't keep on with it. Like I was done after the first album. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. What about you, Bethany? I am a very casual past Zoe girl listener, like definitely had exposure to their, their singles and their hits. And I somehow own two other CDs, but like, I genuinely don't even remember listening to them. Like, like, but you didn't dance with your sisters or anything. I oh, said, y'all yes, all had I definitely did. Yeah, oh, yeah, was... we definitely like would have this on in the kitchen, like doing our kitchen chores at night after dinner, and like dance. And a couple years back, we had uh, me and some girlfriends had like a little get together. And someone put on, I believe, and like every single one of us knew it. Like we were, you know, it was such a throwback, but it was one of those things where I was like, I forgot this existed. Like I, you know, like there's never been a day in my adult life where I've been like, I just want to listen to some Zoe girl for some nostalgia. Like, you know, yeah, that's 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 not a thing. You know, I, I feel the same way that you feel because I think lately I've been like, man, I can't wait to listen to this just to like remember and take myself back to that place um when I found my cds I was shocked that I didn't have the first one I don't know why I didn't have this zoe girl album but I do remember having my little cd player and my little headphones and like listening to these cds 
on the school bus or like, you know, mm-hmm. in between. It was like the cool thing in my like middle school to like have your CD player have your and like be in. listening. Yeah. yeah. Like listening to music in between classes and like it would skip and like it was a whole thing. But <laughs> that was that was like the vibe was and that's what I would listen to was Zoe girl. And so Ooh. now though like I said I don't think I can remember really a single like song lyric specific to a moment you know it's it's got a very different connotation than what you were listening to at 12 um with your Nicole Nordeman albums um and it's interesting to think about it like that because when I was reading about it the reviews that it has are not good. Um, <laughs> not yeah. Um, the reviews that this album has were, it said it received mixed reviews. One of note from Jesus freak hideout. Said, oh, that was the spot. Like if you were on Jesus freak hideout, like you were a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So Jesus freak hideout said that those who like to dance, but really don't like the secular junk parentheses, Club Britney Spears. Music, I'm telling you will want to check Zoe Girl out. So I yeah. don't feel like that is really a great review. And then um, another review site said that it was sweet and sour and tasteless. Ooh. Oh, boy. Um, and groups like She Daisy and the formerly known as Dixie Chicks are much better than Zoe Girl. Oh, my. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, the, the feelings were not great with this album. Um, so I'm very it, interested. It sounds like the history was not that great either. Yes, like, I didn't it sounds know like how the, the band's band was history. Formed. Yeah, it sounds like the band's history definitely could play into why it was not received so well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. listen, like, they're right. Like, whatever this producer guy or whoever was in charge of this, like, putting this together. Yeah. They're right they were missing something mm-hmm. you know like there was a void here in christian music i guess if you want to say it that way yeah yeah um i'm not i'm not thinking that this album this album is straight up shallow like i don't think that there's anything meaningful that any of us took away from it right um but like every everyone i don't care if you're a girl guy like whatever you are everyone wants to dance you know what i'm saying like yeah. everyone needs to yeah. move everyone's yeah. got to listen to a beat Maybe that's all we were looking for because, like you said, like something you can Christina pop at the Aguilera youth group party. Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah. we had like because we had plus one was like the boy, the Christian boy band that was like the Christian in sync. So I think they were looking for like the Christian like Cheetah Girls or what, did yeah. Cheetah Girls yeah. come before? Like I don't know. <laughs> Wait, what Girls, was the Beyond- what's the Beyonce band? Oh, Destiny's guys. Child. Oh, thank please, you. please. It's please. not like it's not the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> not the same it's thing not the same i'm just thing. saying like we need we need something like that yes 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 it yes. was a conceptual choice for sure what are we thinking is this going to be a flop or a bop oh we're gonna <laughs> go into it oh boy oh boy i mean you already know my it's not a flop like straight up there's no question here yeah <laughs> for me, i'm for me. very much expecting a flop like i think i'm gonna have all the bop feels for one song and yeah. then i'm gonna be like Okay. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you both. Um, I think that sadly this will be a flop just for that 
exact reason that there's it's not of much substance to run down this album a little bit uh really quick it was released on august 15th of 2000 so it's now 22 years old this was their first record as we discussed it has 11 songs for a grand total of 45 minutes so this will be a nice quick little lunch break listen for us all which is fantastic this is shorter than my drive to my new house um so that's oh, wow. sick this is again part of sparrow records which we've already discussed um so oh i know. thought you were gonna say this is part of Sparrow records experiment <laughs> oh gosh um you know it uh, kind of kind of yeah um the the current roster, as we know, of Sparrow Records includes such artists as Crowder, um, John okay, Foreman. Okay, look, I love me a good Crowder. Oh, like... same. Saw him in concert. It was excellent. Mm-hmm. It was excellent. Um, John Foreman, who y'all have discussed on Church Hams Now as well. Um, NF, which I thought was interesting. Um, and Nicole Nordman is also a current artist with sparrow former roster sparrow records artists include avalon yes give me some avalon yes newsboys kirk franklin um yep and peter furler so nice there you go he did his solo stuff his solo stuff and newsboys Newsboys. Mm -hmm. yeah yep yep so that takes care of you know kind of the the background of what this group came from (laughs) um which is interesting this album did not great on the billboard 200 it landed at 173rd and then honestly better than i thought it might be (laughs) you know you're not wrong and then on the billboard christian charts it hit number 11 oh now producer josh thankfully found those numbers for me um he may want to chime in on the billboard christian is that a one to 100 is that a one to 10 20 11th 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 this album has their most streamed songs compared to any other album on spotify and i did find that i believe has the most streams at around 500 or so thousand and that's the most by over 200,000. wow yeah that's and, crazy. They yeah, didn't even I was get like, close to breaking a million. Yeah, no, not even close. They're only halfway there. Yeah, see, I'm saying we're not the only ones who like when we think all the nostalgic albums that we go back to, like this isn't one. It's really they're not, not one. I don't think you but know how you can see your like like we all know who they are. Yes, you know how you can see your liked songs from an artist. I have none. Yeah, which is shocking to me on spotify i have no no none liked songs from zoe girl like i think i even have liked songs from mercy me so <laughs> my gosh. Th- if that says i probably something... have them on like my unliked like don't ever play <laughs> this again never play them. <laughs> never play them i know yeah, my... i have an admission faith i know you loved them so much and you have a lot of like history with yeah. them i that was not my vibe i was like no get me away from mercy me like you know i get it it was, you know, when you are growing up and you want to like, like what an older sibling or something likes, I don't have any older siblings. I am the oldest. Mm. So I always wanted to like vibe with what my dad or my mom was listening to. So in the car, like music, especially old CCM, like Mercy Me was what I vibed with my dad. 
So, Aww. you know, it held that like nostalgia factor for me. Now, for sure. I think I did give the album a flop. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, it's wait, fine. wait. I oh, feel no. like we're getting a message in here from oh. Bart. He's oh, showing no, up Oh, no, Bart's again. here. He's here again. <laughs> Oh I'm trying God. to I'm trying to sound the alarm for the police. Don't worry. We'll get him out of here. Thank you. Okay, thank you. I think thank Norman you. Red alert. Him. Red alert from Norman. <laughs> oh no. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he and Norman are tight. This is a problem. It explains okay. a lot, honestly. <laughs> it explains a lot. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Well, any final thoughts aside we've already given our flopper bop projections, but any final thoughts before we take a break that's really short for the listener but about a week for us to go listen to this album (laughs) i don't think so i'm gonna say like i'm gonna listen to it with an open mind and maybe get my kids into it because okay maybe they'll be into the beat you know and i think like i said i think that's what we were all missing in the like christian music world and like maybe if they're into it like Maybe that's going to give me a little bit of hope here, you know? Mm-hmm. For sure. I like For that. Sure. I like that. Set the I vibes. Lis- I wish I could listen to this through kids' ears again. Yes. Because it's just going to, through adult ears, I feel it's going to suck. But yeah. we yeah. shall see. I agree. I agree. Should I force all of my friends who are helping me move yes. to listen to Zoe Girl 100%. all day? Please hey, report back. If you guys start, like, moving your boxes faster, then heck yeah. I think it's, you know, like... It means something. Am I right? I think you're right. I think you're right. (laughs) Like, not everything is about the lyrics, okay? Okay. (laughs) You're right. You're right. So are you listening? This is how I think I will approach this is, like you said, for the, does it dance? Is it fun? But also I want to listen as an adult to the lyrics and the substance of what they're singing about. Because I feel like in all of what I read about them, they were very much intentional about we're going to talk about our relationship with god like that's Mm. what we're going to do but we're also going to talk about our romantic relationships that one might experience in life that's what that's what yeah so i want to i want to listen kind of from that side as well to really like figure out where they're coming from with their relationships with god and their romantic relationships that one might go through in life Oh, oh gosh, my. this is really putting me on the edge now. Actually. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have to like, I know. find the line like, of who are you talking about, God or like your boyfriend? Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> I read somewhere. I don't know if I can find that was it the still. The 2000s for you. Yes, True. the 2000s. There, a few of the songs on the album were not released as singles because they were like too sinful in their subject <laughs> oh, matter. My. Let me see if I can't find that while we what? are here. Let's Faith, see. it's a good thing that you researched this because, like, I don't remember probably anything from these albums. Even the I Believe song, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe you would play it and I would recognize it. But, like, good thing you know some things because they're that unrememberable to me right now. <laughs> yes, it says most of the songs talk about their relationship with God, although two of them are about fleeing a sinful lifestyle <laughs> and were not released as singles. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. I don't How know which two songs you. that is because I can't remember. Um, but who's writing the lyrics here? Like, is it just oh, some the, random them? Okay, <gasps> so that was the other thing that I that 
I wanted to like find out and they wrote most of their lyrics. There's just a few other like, you know, music producery people who helped with some of the lyrics, but it's them. The all the girls wrote the lyrics to the songs. Okay, should we get into that at all because I feel like a woman's relationship like in Please. music is so much more judged than like yeah men in music talking about relationships like yeah. especially in a christian setting like specifically in a christian setting yes yes you know like ah okay Go for this it, is Sarah. like weirding me out no i love it i don't know i just that isn't that freaky that it's like yeah. they write about something and it's like no that's too simple it's like well there was a was there a man and maybe it was a another woman i don't know but like if it was another man involved like yeah there's two people Who's in this to say? situation you know right i don't know like why right. is it oh god yes okay, i, I agree. don't i want to figure out which songs those are and analyze the right. situation well and i did I, find that yeah. at least whatever the main girl Alyssa. Uh -huh. Alyssa. Uh -huh. um, she was 25 when oh. they were working on this first album. So they were older than I what? thought they would be, honestly. Like, it's kind of weird to me that this is the music they were producing yes. at that age. Like, yes. that doesn't fit in my head. But No, that that's so interesting. I think it, it's kind of interesting to tie that to Sarah's episode where you were talking about Nicole Nordman because she was older when she mm. released her first album as well. And so the content of it was a little bit more, you know, quote, mature. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. My brain can only think of like, dee, 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 like high, happy, ditzy brain music for a 25 year old. Ditzy brain. Music. Ditzy brain. Yeah. I don't know. That's bad. Maybe that's my review. Um, so it'll be interesting to hear the lyrics knowing sure. that they were 25 whatever plus minus in their 20s when they were recording this yeah i can get why like maybe you wouldn't want it's, i mean because y'all were what y'all were talking about being eight, eight or nine younger yeah, eight, nine. Right? Mm -hmm. yeah so like that's pretty young and it makes sense, like, why it would be censored if that's the type of audience they were trying to target. Right. Like, if it's all about marketing and targeting a specific genre of people yeah. and vibe and whatnot, like, it makes sense to me that they would, like, censor some stuff. Like, that that's actually, true. yeah, that's not so, like, po not political, bureaucratic or whatever, yeah. in my opinion. Like, it makes sense. Like, okay, this is your target audience. Especially for the time. Right. Yeah, don't put out stuff that's going to, like, yeah. you know... It'll, it'll just be interesting to see what was considered, like, too scandalous or, like, yeah. too yeah. risque. Because it'll probably be so tame that we, we might not even pick up on it. Yeah, yeah. We'll True see. That. True that. I'm excited for, for some analysis. Okay. Awesome. Well... Well, let's everyone's take a break. Stay tuned as we go back and listen, and we will see y'all in a bit. So now I'm excited to get to the research portion of our Zoe Girl self-titled right. record. Mm -hmm. We got All some right. interesting we stuff. Well, we yeah. know. User Josh Holt, I, Patreon bot, have amassed 15 terabytes worth of information about Unzoe Girl. Zoe Girl. 
15 terabyte, terabytes? Correct, user Kylan. Like, is there something you want to talk about specifically? I can, you can wait until I like do my research, right? And However, user Josh, my processing power is far superior to, 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 to a human's brain's processing power. But like, I already did all this. Well, okay. Like, I have it in front of me, so. Maybe, but I will do it with style. All right, well. Well, Patreon buddy, I mean, you're a guest and Josh usually does the research, but okay, guys, you know what? Like, uh, we can figure all this out later. We'll just maybe we'll, we'll, we'll come back. I'll cut this part in. Uh, cause we really got to do the Patreon ad. That's cool. Cause we're kind of running low on time. Can we talk about Patreon for a second? This is acceptable yeah, is. user, Kylan. I will. Thank you. Yeah. For anyone that's into these kind of shenanigans and more, you should come join us on Patreon. In the Guys, alternate we, uh, universe. We have all sorts of in all the universes. Yes. Wait. <laughs> in every universe, join us on Patreon because the way that I think Patreon uses Stripe to process their payments, we'll still get it, regardless of what multiverse you live in. Yeah. It all funnels back to yeah. our multiverse. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> Uh, that is one of the benefits. That's why we decided to go with Patreon. Um, multiverse. But we have a multiversal <laughs> platform. Multiversal transactions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have all kinds of super fun stuff on our Patreon. Uh, our tier started only $2, and, they, and $2 will get you the episodes early uh, without ads Adam, and what's stuff. What's the name and, of the $2 uh, tier? Do you remember? I have. Oh, I gosh. know it. Is is that it? An, I wanted... An, anatomy of of a yes, tear in it cheek. is and if you join our patreon you get to enjoy the great puns of the tier names that kylan <laughs> and tj came up with a long long time that's true. ago that's true i know one of, of them is the oc super tier that's our highest but tier. yeah you get episodes early we do all kinds of like bonus episodes uh we did our uh origin stories where we all interviewed each other talk about who the heck we are uh we've also started our tales from the producers chair series which is just sort of us telling stories uh, which is super fun we're also starting secular jams now mm. um which is where basically we're picking secular albums and giving them the full-on cjn treatment it's a blast yeah, exactly dude. what i really like is that we're coming out with our end of year wrap-up so we can talk about just like the music that we did and didn't like from 2022 oh, yeah. and so i feel like we'll just be doing more of that content so you can hear us talk about stuff but also maybe find some new music that you like that's very true. Yeah, our albums of the year was really fun. Yeah. So yeah, if you uh, if you enjoy any of those kind of things, come check us out on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/ChurchJamsNowPodcasts. Check it out, guys. Can we not reboot Patreon for the rest of this episode? Patreon well, bot. we have to. We have to bring him. He he is our guest. Well, welcome back, ladies. Welcome. We're here. <laughs> We're here. We made it. We made it. Let's not reveal how we feel right now, but yeah. I think we're all um, ready to ready to talk in. about this. <laughs> yeah, we should yeah, honestly just like rip it off like a bandaid. I think. I feel like my system like needs to like rid itself of these yeah. thoughts so I can like move on with my life. Yes, <laughs> so yes. true. Yes. Do y'all realize how many '90s bands I listened to in research of this? No, like, same. Actual I went album. down so many rabbit holes, like. <laughs> I found myself, uh, not to give too much away, but I found myself on, like, Mary-Kate and Ashley teen phase <gasps> movies where I was like, this belongs there. Like, Well, Bethany, did you see that I watched New York Minute 
this no, weekend. No, did you really? Yes. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> it was the way I christened my new house. So oh, I love that. It feels right. I it love feels that right. for you. Wow. Yeah, you're in the moment. Yeah. And this was pre-listen also, by the way. So it was some foreshadowing. You were giving that to me. I love it. Energy. Yeah. Love and I'd it. be yeah. real honest because I was such a Christian music listener. Like I was like listening to classics like Spice Girls, Britney's album. We got yes. um, who else did I get in there? Backstreet Boys. I don't know. Just, you know, just some of the yeah. hits and whatnot. Spice and I realized like. I don't think I've ever listened to these albums. Like, I never, really? I wasn't that kid. Yeah. And I wasn't I, that kid either. You grow out of it and it's like, oh, I know the hits. No big deal. You know, so if you at kind of party or whatever, like you don't need to know all the songs. You just know the hits. That's all you need. You but just need the true. beats. Just the beats. Yeah. So then I was like, re- I was listening to stuff and being like, I've never heard any of this. Like, I'm sure. I'm the loser here. Or I felt like the loser at the <laughs> or time. Or maybe you're the winner. You're probably like, the winner. <laughs> other than, well, okay, my husband's first CD ever that he bought, I'm going to put him on blast, was Britney Spears. So. No way. Yes. Yes. That's amazing. I don't think I was ever allowed to own one either, but I definitely knew all the songs. So. That's incredible. I definitely had a Britney Spears impression. When I was oh. like in elementary school. Okay. But well, we're going to have to hear that. I don't know. We're going to have to get None that. No. Sorry. What if, not I, gonna... what if I purchase you one of the beautiful producer Josh pillows? Will that be <laughs> payment enough? That is some solid payment, but I don't, I honestly think that it went away. It went away. Like her voice is like already hit. rejecting it. Like, don't yeah. make me do it. <laughs> Puberty hit and it just, it was no more. It was no okay. more. Well, Free now I'm sad. From my soul, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, Bethany, I feel like you know you kept bringing up the "I Believe" song, like we should all know it, and I was like, I don't know it, right? You didn't. Oh, you. But didn't. then when no, but then when we listened, no, beforehand, I was like, I don't remember oh. that song. Oh, yeah. Then when okay. it played, like the moment it hit, it was like, oh yeah, I know this yeah. song. Yep. You're Your so body right. will remember. Your body remembers. That beat is ingrained into the fibers of every Christian girl's being from born from 1985 to 1995. So let's dive into it. We gotta go track one. I of the um you know you get the sound from one ear to the other ear that fading yeah yeah the fading i mean i'm dancing it's boppy right off the bat you're like am i in forever 21 am i like where am i right oh and i told you guys i was gonna have my kids listen to it and what did they think so my daughter well my youngest can't say how he felt about the song really yet probably but my good. older kid did express that she did like the song that was well, her there. Only back. Mm-hmm. so i was like you know we'll take it if my daughter likes one song in this track i feel like this this cd did its job right <laughs> oh yeah and the first one it knew its audience yes and girls i just like i have so many memories dancing in the car with my sisters or like in the kitchen doing kitchen chores like 
this was this was such a bop at the time like such a bop yes how do I and remember ninety percent of the words like that? Exactly, that was my thing was like I know all of these words. How do I know all of these words when I could recall none of them? Before? I know, the verses are so weird. Like, why are we talking about flying away? Like, I don't. Yes, two thousand songwriting was not it. Like, it was not it. <laughs> oh my gosh! It did y'all watch Princess Diaries? Oh. <laughs> Did we? Did this- we watch Princess? Come on. <laughs> okay, viewers. Week, different, please. different question. <laughs> <laughs> viewers need to hit us up on the Facebook that we own, you know, yes. that we run. Yes. Um, and let us know if you ever watched Princess Diaries. Because this was giving me that miracles happen. This is like that vibe entirely. Oh my gosh, Bethany! Right? So true. This is it—the perfect montage moment, transformation. Yes. Yes. Like this is when the ugly duckling becomes a princess, and they're like giving her the big to do. Like, this is our rags to riches moment here. So true. But make it Jesus, you know. But make it Jesus. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) So you have a montage of like someone who is like a hard girl doing i don't know things that hard minorly bad things who then like goes to church and then she changes the way she dresses she stops having the cry uh, tears um, <laughs> the big you know, emo yeah yeah i feel like this album goes gets out of the emo that. phase no more sweatshirts oh <laughs> no my gosh sweatshirts i love oh it oh my gosh oh my we gosh. would be completely remiss yes. if we didn't mention these you're hearing here so many of what I learned about an hour and 20 minutes ago is called the orchestra hits. Ah. You're going to hear those everywhere throughout this album. Like so many. They wanted to be 80s, 90s, like pop so bad. And I think what's great about it is that it was so used all across the spectrum of other albums exactly at this time and songs yep. that were popular. So I'm like... It's not out of place. It's out of place kind of now, but mm-hmm. it fit right in But it's there. really I- not. But it's really not. Like, when you think uh, there, I made a couple notes because I was thinking of songs that have them. Um, we've got, like, Michael, some of the 80s stuff, like Michael Jackson, Eurythmics, Owner of a Lonely Heart. Like, those are some notable ones where you're like, you can hear the orchestra hit. But, mm-hmm. like, Soldier Boy, the intro to Soldier Boy very much an orchestra hit and then like bruno mars for finesse it's in there like there are so many modern day songs that still use it and fun fact one of the rabbit holes i went down to cope with my research on this uh project (laughs) do you know that the orchestra hit actually comes from the first line of a 19 early 1900 savinsky piece called the firebird now you know so this has been around a long time. It has. It has. Not new. Not new. Just repackaged. Yeah. Zoe Girl's just straight up historical at this point. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and we must give a shout out. I hope you're out there listening. Username is homosexual Zoe Girl Stan. Um, left a comment on an unnamed <laughs> lyrics page that said this shit kind of slaps. And I must agree. 
it's it slaps this song does slap <laughs> i mean if we're talking about our favorite song on the album like this might be it like i don't it, it is a strong it. contender for it yes and in in the yeah so in, in when i was looking for youtube stuff this was the only one that had a music video i don't know if y'all saw the music I was video wondering, no, I, didn't. I didn't do enough research to know that but i was wondering which ones had music videos oh is this one i didn't oh, see right, any I'm others gonna to i'm gonna have to go that. watch that they were doing some real bad dancing in it, but it was and pointing up to the sky. I oh, believe yes. in God. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, of course. Were they on a mountain at any point? Perchance oh, they probably oh. didn't have the budget. They didn't have the budget. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. Just a lot of cool lights, very cool hairstyles. I would okay. be really into that. Okay, the straightened bangs 2000s. with the crunched hair. I'm Ooh. sure. Yes, in the clip. Oh, the clip. The, the butterfly See, clips. That's very in. Honestly, they are his coming back. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so in honor of my alter ego, I must give is it is it fingers or is it thumbs? So this one out of two fingers gets gets one point seven five fingers. <laughs> okay. Okay. My rating system is um it's still in progress. It's it's okay. a work in progress. Okay. Okay. We gotta move on. Track to anything is possible. I did not comment on every single song. <laughs> I wrote I, some notes. I have rudimentary notes on quite a few of these. Don't worry. One, I have lots of notes on this one. <laughs> Bethany, since you went with, you know, the secular vibes for the first song, how do you feel about some Cheetah Girls? Some Cheetah oh, yes. Girls reference on this? Definitely. But I literally think they pulled up bills 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 by destiny's child and straight up ripped it off like go listen to bills 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 and then a b it with this like they wanted to be destiny's child so bad wait wait, bills is that on the first album oh i did my destiny's child research here on this one and (laughs) good was bills 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 out at this point i don't think so so it was oh it did it was say my name and bills 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 had just been released the year before so like they truly pulled it up and we're like this works totally yeah listen if we're going to talk about destiny's child and christian music and whether or not we needed this album, am I right? Like, did Christian okay. music need this album? Like, Destiny's Child has some songs here. Like, at one point, uh, one of them sings in uh, Survivor. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to compromise my Christianity. Oh, yes. I'm like, okay, <laughs> we got a Christian up in here singing Survivor. And then there there's go. a whole song. Wait, y'all got to get this. There's a whole song here called Nasty Girl. I don't know if y'all heard this song. Back I'm sure I did. It's called Nasty Girl, and it's all about like I'm not I'm not okay I'm not gonna comment on the fact that like these people are calling some other girl Nasty Girl, but I'll just <laughs> say the whole song is about like having integrity, like not wearing like skimpy clothes, not getting around, you know. And so I just thought it was so funny because I was like trying to compare like is this album more Christian or like these songs are they more Christian than like other songs out there you know right and i was like these two songs are like kind of christian like i don't know (laughs) yeah 
Well, also, like, Destiny's Child start, I mean, they're all from Houston. And, like, they've got that, like, southern, like, moral thing, you know. So it's a a whole church culture, man. Yeah, for sure. That's legit. Yeah. Sarah, I want to comment, if I can, on your did Christian music need this? Yeah. Because I was having a conversation with one of my friends today about this album. I was not super allowed to listen to a lot of things or like consume a lot of the culture at the time and we didn't have internet b i just like was nine years old so like i didn't have a whole lot of you know things going for my pop culture brain at the time i've made up for it since but (laughs) this was music that i was allowed to listen to Mm -hmm. that was safe to listen to around my parents with my friends so this was like the christian we can we compared it to similar bands at the time like like britney spears like destiny's child like it i was allowed to listen to this music but i wasn't allowed to listen to the other things that were popular at the time so while maybe not we maybe didn't need this album or this band dare i say <laughs> it's very possible that we did you know like on a retrospective level we probably didn't but it was in in the christian culture that I, at least i grew up in where i wasn't allowed like i said to listen or consume 90 percent of pop culture yeah this was how i consumed anything culture related to yeah yeah this was the poppy music that i could dance around in my room like you said with my sister or on the school bus or you know in between classes like i said before where we walked around with our walkmans and our headphones like (laughs) this was what i could bop to with no regard for like oh my gosh, is this about a nasty girl? Am I going to get in trouble? Yeah. Yeah. Is this about a nasty girl? You know, so it's it's a valid point on both sides, right? I think at least. So it's an interesting thing as we go through this album, definitely, you know, like what was going on at the time. And I think I'm sure we'll get into it as we continue. But that was just kind of my thought as we begin this journey of this album. Totally. Love it. All right. Well, let's move on to track three. Oh, yeah. I just wait if. Okay. I know we usually only play a clip. For the listeners out there, please go listen to the chorus of this song. Like, and tell me it's not an anime song. Like, <laughs> or like a J-pop. Like, if you put a boba tea in my hand, like, I'm I'm in an anime. Listen to this. Yes, yes you're so right. Well, like, because that kind of, like, that continues to be the boy bands of now. Like, yeah. that kind of style, I would say, like, continues the you pop think? side of things huh. uh, isn't bts the one that's popular now yeah i don't think i've ever listened to a bts song is that yeah bad? they are like vibe 
Well, I've definitely listened to them because, I mean, they're pretty great. So. I'm not going to lie. Their songs are pretty bomb. Are they really? Yeah. Okay. But, Butter. I will have but to like, that's the continuation. So for you to connect that is like, you're right on point, Bethany. That's it. Yeah. That's what this is. It just continued, you know? Love it. An, I mean, young, when you're a kid, you know, I was thinking about this. Y'all were talking about being eight. I was obviously a little older. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, if I think like, oh, if I had started Zoe, because I had dropped off after this album. I didn't really continue listening to Zoe Girl. But like, mm. y'all, if I was eight, I would have totally kept listening. Like, right. There's a specific age where this is just gold. These beats are like awesome. You know yeah. what I'm saying? These like, are like, yeah. I mean, it's it's got a certain like sparkle to it where I'm like, yes. And in a way, I like listen to it the same way. I mean, I, I had never heard any of these songs except for the first one that I believe sung, mm. but I feel like I'm listening to it as a 30 year old woman, the same way I would have as a child where like, what lyrics? Like, I'm not listening. Like you have yeah. nothing to offer me lyrically. Like, yes. I'm just vibing on. Way. Yeah. on the, Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a huge part for me, like in the discussion through this album, like, did we need this? Did we not? Like, like when you're a kid, you're not listening to the lyrics of right. anything. You're listening for the beat. You're trying to find out what's cool. Like, just because you know the lyrics of a song doesn't mean that you're, like, thinking about the lyrics or, like, reading into them so much, right. you know? You're a kid. You're not philosophizing. You're like, when are we going to go to the trampoline park? I don't right. think trampoline so, parks even existed then. But, like... But that's what, like, I for wish. me, it's, like, to transition out of it, it's, like, because I was older. So I understand why I was, like, I'm done with this. Like, there's yeah. no meaning here for me. And that's why it's extra crazy that we saw that they were, like, what did we say? They were mid-20s, mid-20s. when they wrote this yes. album. And I'm, like, oh, okay. That was another thing, like, that all the other bands... Like, the girls that do these kind of bands that were popular, like, they were, like, 17, which is, like, debatably a really bad choice for your personal life. But, like, still, (laughs) most of these people were, like, this is, like, the oldest girl band group as compared to the other ones that I looked at. You know what I'm saying? So, for better or for worse, like, I don't know what that means in, in the grand scheme of things, but I just thought it was interesting. Like, these are older women mm-hmm. and most of the popular girl bands were like 17 18. yeah maybe that's why they missed the mark so bad they were like just old enough to be out of touch but like young enough to not be plus one hmm. my thought on their ages as i like went through the album was like okay where was i i tried to like put myself back in my 25 year old brain and the th- the way that because their thing was right we're talking about our relationship with god and our relationship with people right that was Mm -hmm. their stance on life everything but every song i felt like it was the same message just in a different rapper with nothing more than like what i was thinking at 15 16 years old yeah like as far as depth yeah the depth of it that was i was like i'm not getting anything out of this learning that they were like 25 mid-20s singing these songs and writing them because they wrote a good chunk of these songs like 90 percent of it they're writers on Mm -hmm. learning that and then thinking okay if i'm 25 24 whatever writing a song 
guaranteed it's not going to sound like this. Mm -hmm. But does that mean that they were writing more for their audience, which was like young tween girls? I don't know. Probably. I mean, I think that they were writing toward their audience. I don't see how you can make an album like this and it'd be something that comes from your heart necessarily, unless your <laughs> purpose is to like reach young unless girls. Unless your heart is dead. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, Alyssa Childers. <laughs> that is so. Are we savage. allowed to say that you're a nasty girl? For <laughs> oh no! Oh no! What okay, so my dad can't down. listen to this. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're okay. Not. No. Oh my god. All right. Let's move on to track number four. Give me one. I feel like we're about to say the same thing. If you repackaged this, if you gave this like song structure to like TLC, I might be here for it. Like yes. very 90s, late 90s, early 2000s R&B. Oh, yeah. But like lyrically, I was like cringing so hard. Oh, my gosh. This was the other song that I knew all of the words to. Really? Okay. Yes. And so I'm, I wonder if it, they re-released it on another album. I didn't do enough research to tell you if that's true or not. But I'm like, what was my little 10-year-old self No, I want to know, like, who the boy was that you memorized this for. Like, right? what was happening in your 8-year-old heart that, like, I don't know. compelled you? Did I even know that's what boys were? Like, hilarious. That's a, <laughs> like, what was, what was I going through? she was going through something because you were man you were yeah because this is like i mean what's funny is that in my opinion i'm like this is the song that's the ballad the love ballad oh yeah yeah you know it's so good like it's so (laughs) on point like it really is and what's funny about it is that it's so incredibly serious like it's so um like this is on a like we were talking about everything so shallow. I'm like this is like not actually as shallow, yeah, of a lyric writing here. But it's like, yeah, the entire message of just like what 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 happened here in this relationship. You know, that's what I want to know. Like, yes, because in in the Christian mindset, it's like I don't know what happened in this, but it could have been very small of a thing for someone to leave someone because of christianity or because of god you know what i'm saying it's like this very much gave me the like i'm dating jesus vibes yeah she literally goes boy i still long for your embrace but what i found in god oh it could never be replaced replaced. the other line that i got that says baby i love you but i can't stay with you unless you love him too Yes! Oh my gosh! What? <laughs> if anyone didn't know, this is a Christian album. Like, they're thinking like something real messed up here at this yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. God. One of my notes on this says, "Convert before you flirt or not." <laughs> oh my gosh! That's amazing. Convert before you flirt. I like, have to use that. This is the ultimate like purity uh, culture. Yeah, like song. don't be unequally yoked. Yeah. I just. This is the ultimate. Which. Honestly, at that point, as a preteen, that's exactly what 
if you grew up in Christian culture, like most of us did, that's what you were hearing, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. this idea. Exactly. You can't like someone love someone. Yes. And like, like y'all said, like, what if this was like the smallest thing where he was like, you know, I didn't read my Bible today. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know like what was it right i said a cuss right hey, yes i said a bad word like faith okay you're hitting it I, that's exactly what i wrote because like to get a little philosophical here like please please evangelicalism i don't know what background you came from specifically faith but again we've established me and bethany come from the same evangelical mm-hmm. background and they notorious especially at our time for separating out like yeah if you're a girl and a guy there's different rules here but for a girl like it's like especially like off limits to there's no connection between yeah. like wanting to be faithful to someone or any kind of like marriage thing going on you have to love jesus and then you'll be rewarded or some bullshit for right. doing that right and and it's funny because okay this is like just a silly thing but like you know we're told growing up like don't be into guys like don't look at them don't whatever be into jesus right which is kind of what the song is saying but then yeah. like the minute you're like out in the world trying to be an adult like the parents, we all like, when are you going to be with someone? When are you going to have babies? When are you going right. to do this and that? And it's like, we were taught our whole lives to bottle it up. Yeah. And to only focus on Jesus. So like, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you think is happening here? You've separated out our relationship life and our God life. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. It's like you yeah. created this cycle, right? right? Anyways. No, that's so good. That's so good. That's exactly that nails it completely because it's it's the weird dichotomy of love jesus do all the things with all your heart but also like when are you why are you single what what's going on like are is there something wrong with you mm-hmm. those are my christian friends saying those things yeah in 2022 like come on so this it's interesting for a song like this to hit those kinds of points right smack in the middle of like the whole purity culture yes purity culture that's wild that's it well and and so like so christina aguilera that was probably my favorite like pop star Mm -hmm. of the time Mm -hmm. she's got a song somebody somebody it's all about finding someone to like be in a faithful relationship with and i'm like dude this is christian like the way Mm. that we're talking about a relationship here we're not talking about like you touch me here, you touch me there, which is whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was like Do how I thought all them? songs that were pop oh at gosh, the time. Like, I couldn't them. listen to them because it was all about sex. But mm-hmm. um, like, they weren't. Now that I'm listening back to them, like, right. they all weren't like that. Like, this yeah. is like legit. Like, this is a good song. Like, there's nothing wrong with what's being said in this song. Like, why couldn't we have? Why couldn't we have some like? a connection with this Mm -hmm, idea mm -hmm. in our bodies and our feelings along with our spirituality. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm off my soapbox now. (laughs) This has been sex talk with Sarah. Join us next week. (laughs) Behind the paywall on Patreon. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. We'll find that with the other duck pictures. Oh my gosh. Well, let's move on to track number five.
moment where I was like, this is the Mary Kate and Ashley teen movie phase. Like, yeah. find them mm-hmm. roller skating on the beach to this song. Mm. I wrote this is like, it's a bop and it's an anthem. I felt like. Yeah, very anthem-like. I can see yeah. that for sure. It's interesting. This one comes after Give Me One Reason because it's like, I gave up the boy. Now here's my, here I am. Like, I'm <gasps> all in, right? Yeah. Oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah. I was actually kind of surprised that this song wasn't the one that was like on major Christian radio. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. it seem like yeah. it would be? Totally. It's very like digestible for like an average listener. And it's so different. It's such a different vibe from the first two songs on the record. Yeah. Like it's just so they're so all over the place here. It's very yeah. fight song. Mm-hmm. Rachel Platt, whatever her name is. It's very oh, much yeah. that anthemy. Like you said, like I could see some youth kids like jamming out to this at at summer camp. <laughs> I feel like um, a lot of these songs, like I feel like the one with "Give Me One Reason" was a lot slower ballady. Mm-hmm. But most of this album is super upbeat, very. And I, when I listened through other people's albums that were poppy, there were so like there's like two hits, and like all the rest are ballady. And I was like. Actually, this album is cooler in some ways because, like, every song it stays is like, pretty yeah. upbeat. No, I literally thought I wish there was a way for me to get like the average BPM of the songs on this record because it would be abnormally high. I feel compared to most <laughs> records. Yeah, it's good. I have nothing more to say on this. I'm just like I like. The Honestly, song. me neither. Yeah, it's fine. Like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I haven't been doing the fingers, but this would get a finger and a quarter. Okay. <laughs> Can we go back and can you give give me one reason the fingers? Honestly, give me one reason was probably at one point five. Like okay, okay, yeah. Solid. Like if, if I would I will say the one thing I didn't say on that song was like like their vocals. It really showed how horrible they are. I'm so sorry, ladies. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry. No, I was like, gonna bring up vocals in another one, but like oh gosh, we'll get to it. We'll, yeah, we'll get we'll to it deeper. We'll dig okay. deeper. Okay. I think we've said all we need to say on this one, so let's move on to track number six. This oh hurts. gosh it hurts it hurts I, so I much. literally i literally by the end i was like no you hang up like just make it <laughs> stop make it end i'm done uh, on my second was, listen i said i hate this yeah i didn't i did not give this a second listen <laughs> i didn't even comment on this song <laughs> it's just it's the longest song on the album and like you oh, really you feel, feel it. it you feel it <laughs> I mean, they did have like a 20 second fade out at the end, which I was like, this is very indulgent. Like, just end <laughs> it. Let's move on. Like, it's done. <laughs> but I did think it was interesting. The auto tune on this song was like out of control. And I'm mm. like, is that because the last one was so bad? Like, it was just. Wait, I didn't notice auto tune. Where's the auto tune? Oh, here? yeah. There's so many points where I'm like. You couldn't have made that a little bit smoother. Wait, like, autotune, I thought, wasn't even, like, a thing until later in music, pop culture. No, it's been... No, 
Yeah, it's been around for a long, long time. It's just, Damn. I think it was really notarized with like T Pain, like the over auto tuned yeah. Yeah. style. But okay. Yeah. First auto tune in pop music was uh, Cher, 1999. Actually, that makes per. Oh, it's the same year. Cher. Really? So that was actually yeah. just the year before. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. It was like, Interesting. It was used, people had used it in the music industry for about okay uh, yeah over 10 years before that but it was like a secret it was right like okay really yeah it, and it was originally invented to help sing? like detect earthquakes uh, are you serious <laughs> yeah yeah i'm serious <laughs> yeah i couldn't can help you it. put I couldn't help it. can My, you like, put all that room, into like, the i want you to just like but put that into the podcast but you're like far away and you're like I'll enlightening yeah, us tin can. yes exactly <laughs> or like a telephone uh, wait wait i'm receiving a message sort of, yeah we're yeah, what is this feedback versus has gotten thin <laughs> yes totally <laughs> this song actually shattered the divide because of how bad it is okay oh, do we have any so other bad. thoughts oh i did want to say like so far i feel like they did a great job of making this a pop album. Like, if we're talking about, like, the relevancy of this album in general for Christians or Christian music, whatever, like, the yeah. industry, y'all did a great job making some freaking money. Like, this is it. Like, mm. if we're talking about, like, you know, did we need this as kids? I don't know. Like, us girls, like, the audience, the target audience here, but, like, if y'all need this as an industry to make some moolah, yes, this is <laughs> gold. Y'all did it. Like, yeah, because I, I don't know what else to say. I'm like, this is good. It <laughs> definitely, good I wish we could see. I mean, I feel like we did go over the chart situation, but like, and it was maybe like, because it could have crossed over into mainstream media. Like, it, it it's this like we well talked about. Yeah. It's very, I mean, some of it is explicit, like about god but a lot of it is that like kind of pseudo romantic language that could be they're talking about a boy like you know it's not Scandy. you could definitely cross it over yeah this song broke me <laughs> let's sure. get off of this song and put faith back together with track number seven little Okay, this is a fun dance song to me. Sorry, I'm not even ashamed about it. <laughs> I was like, love Give the me... beeping in this song. Like, it's like, there's a beep in here that's just like, doo, 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 in the chorus. And I'm like, yeah, this this intro, I actually loved this intro. And then they started singing. And I was like, okay, you ruined <laughs> yeah, it. That's how I Like, felt. the panning was super nice. It was like a little, like, jazz pop situation. But yeah, they get a little, they're a little, like, down and dirty in the beginning. You know, in the I thought it was kind of hilarious that like this was their attempt at like, oh, I have a past. Like yeah. I've done some bad things and like you know, they like I've tried been to... a nasty girl. Yeah, like... <laughs> is that gonna that be up. the is that gonna be Please the title of this those. episode? Yeah, it might um, be. Nasty girl. <laughs> oh my this Oh my god. I just really am this song is so all over the place. Very. As far as sonically, but also like the content, the chorus is so like sugary, poppy vibes. And then the verses. The verses. No, I 
literally the the transition between the two is jarring like it's, it's, it's very uh, jarring it's, it's very it's abrupt so confusing the lyrics i had the devil waiting on standby for when i wanted to have some fun did they say that i missed yes, that yes. in the first verse and then it says yes. nothing but smiles on the outside but all the while living a lie yeah that, like, that, that part of us to me yeah but like, like what did they do they like were mean to their mom like right i, they, I just they didn't like, say yes ma'am like, like i just yeah so interesting i'll say like i love the harmonies on this yes. one like there's a lot of harmonies actually in this album that i really really hate mm-hmm. but these harmonies are awesome it's just so i like that you brought up the harmonies because throughout the whole album i was like were they all backup singers first? Because their background harmonies are act- like they're perfect, but then you hear them individually, and you're like, okay, mm. no, thank you. Like, yeah. uh, I'm good. Yeah, coming from like choir life, you know. Yeah, I'm just yeah. Like, this harmony is like great. I'm like, why did y'all do certain harmonies in other songs? They're just yeah, so bad. They're some of the runs too. You're like, yes, they're trying. A little questionable. They tried. They did their best. Well, I was so sweetie. (laughs) I noticed that one of the songwriters listed on this song. This is a fun fact. I can't pronounce his name. Chornholm Ted. It's spelled T-J-O-R-N-H-O-M. Last name is Ted. And his name caught my eye for obvious reasons. So (laughs) obvious. I looked into it. And he has songwriting credits on songs for some of the other popular female Christian artists of the time, like Stacey Rico, Jump Five, um, Rebecca St. James. Wow. But he Hi. also has songwriting credits for Jewel, Mute Math, Faith Hill, and She Daisy. I thought that was so She-Daisy. interesting. Like, what an interesting group of people to write for. Wow. Fascinating. It Versatile. Is. Well, let's move on then to track number eight. Some reason it gave me his Instagram instead of like, you know, his Google results. Ted? His dad just passed away. Yeah. Oh, well, we're so sorry for Mr. Ted. But he seems to be doing well. So that's good. He's still making music. Wow. Anyways. Okay. Um, Well, we're going to listen to track eight in honor of Mm. Ted Sr. And this one oh this one to me i wrote down is a lot more on the like r&b side rather than like the poppy side yeah it was back to like the track two vibe like very destiny's child yes mm-hmm Oh, and y'all, 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 y'all. Did y'all not write down like the... the yes, yes I, the knew I knew you were going to bring that up. I was like, sound. what did I just hear? Yes, I only caught that on my second listen. Oh, no, I caught it right away. I was like, whoa. Uh, did Cardi B get that from this? No, like, no. Yeah. I literally <laughs> thought the same thing. Like, right? Yes, that's so... <laughs> this is way before Cardi B. Where uh, I mean, I've been that in my timeline, but this one is, like, Probably. legit before was Cardi B. Was she alive? I need to know. When was Cardi B born? Can our listeners tell us? Was she listening to Zoe Girl at eight years old? Like, let's find out. She She's my age. She's 30. Okay, <gasps> so she was alive. She could have been listening. She just had a birthday last month. Oh, my gosh. See? I just... 
literally what is the song about like <laughs> I, I, I could not get a feel like they almost made it sound like this major record label was like trying to like get them to do stuff against their morals and i i was just like honey like sony is not coming after you like you're not you don't have anything to worry about like this is as far as you're gonna go this is the not to bring it back to cheetah girls um but this is when no they bring it back to cheetah girls is on in in is it the second movie when they put the animal faces on and they're like doing the whole music video i don't think i watched the second one it's fine you're not missing a whole lot (laughs) but they they had that same josie the pussycats vibe of we're standing up for ourselves yeah Yeah, they're like we're not gonna do this we're not gonna wear animal faces i'm receiving a message from the other side of the multiverse Mm mm-hmm it's a great question. At any really point, question. do we know which specific member is singing? I have no. absolutely no idea. H None to the no. Idea. Like, come on. No. <laughs> I didn't None even ideas. care enough to, like, try to distinguish their voices. I know, I know a couple th- songs from now, it's a different person singing. <laughs> I know that one <laughs> of them it. struggles with tune a little more than the other two. <laughs> I just don't know which one. Yes. Okay. Hey. To their credit, like, I was not super into the nasally Britney Spears sound that was super popular. And so, like, I enjoyed at least not hearing their voices be so nasally as a pop band. That is a really good point. I can can understand their words a little more. This one, I really felt like I needed to listen to the song again and read the lyrics because I was like, what's going on? Like, what's happening in this song? It doesn't make any sense. It's are like, no are they, sense. I thought they were just talking about Satan this whole time. Yes. Yes. Maybe. I said nothing like a song about temptation. Oh. Like, <laughs> literally. Maybe it was about Satan. I'm thinking they're literally speaking to Satan. That's, I've, that never, actually I've actually never listened to it without that thought. No, so. that is that pretty much nails it. Okay. Yeah, no, I think you're yeah. right about that. That har- harpsichord made another um, appearance as well, which I kind of, I kind of like. I'm kind of into it, <laughs> but that's not it. it. It was at this point in the album that I was ready to be done. Oh. Yes. No, I think I was ready Both on. Times. Both um, times. I don't even know. Okay, <laughs> so we're gonna move to upside down. <laughs> k-pop j-pop yeah it's giving neon cat <laughs> you know that the lyrics are forgettable when i wrote notes about the lyrics and i don't remember <laughs> this was you, you just know this was owl city's favorite song whatever this is what actually created out. owl city oh my like gosh. <laughs> wow oh man i hated the vocals in the song i hated so the harmonies. the so worst much. super pitchy so oh. pitchy i think i wrote i wrote love the internet reference <laughs> was there one which i'm like it was. i don't even remember the line it's probably I didn't at like... the end it's that oh. end tag of like oh where yeah. they're doing like the speed yes, that you can't break free yes okay. who wants to be a millionaire that yeah you know, i like loved that like that little like chromatic situation like yes. yeah i kind of <laughs> yes. liked it that was the one part of it. And I like the beat. 
Yeah, I mean, you can't be mad. Like, all the synths, like, we were talking about this with Kylan earlier. Like, you kind of can't be mad while you're listening to it. It's kind of yes. fun. You just want to bop your head, but, like, yes. don't listen to what they're saying. Yeah, so I wrote The Separation of Real Life and Spiritual Life, which I guess I'm harping on this in mm-hmm. the album, mm-hmm. because I feel like that's all that this is, is just being, like, you can't live in the world and be happy. You, yeah. you know, you need to serve God, whatever that Do means. You empty inside. Yeah. Do you think this is what inspired the Upside Down for Stranger Things? Oh, my God. They were like, there's (laughs) a separation here of life and spiritual life. I'm calling it. You are connecting so many worlds right now. (laughs) I need a red yarn map. (laughs) I'm going conspiracy theorist. (laughs) I love it. I love it a lot. Oh my gosh. The Me whole song, too. I just feel like they woke up and chose chaos. Like they were something was wrong. Like this Yeah, this does it does leave you feeling like you're upside down. Yeah. I feel very scrambled. Did I just do a TJ pun there? I feel like that was a pretty good like That was TJ. good. That was really good. Yeah. Okay. I would give that two fingers. <laughs> Which fingers is the question. No, no. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I literally just understood what's happening here. I have to go back to the thumb system. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. And did we mention that speaking This talk show's ecstasy horoscopes DVDs. What? Chat rooms. Protein diets. They're calling you out. What is the, what's the fat diet? The Atkins? No. Like, all you eat is like cheese. (laughs) Keto. Keto. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were talking about this other diet. Which one? Well, someone that we know, someone that we know is eating steak and butter That's all i eat. know someone who's eating what steak and like a carnivore and situation is absolutely being roasted yeah. on the internet for it i'm just saying he's lost weight so i guess the right see one. that's her too they should well, good probably for them. know each other i would hate that diet but like, okay, i would too oh my that sounds like a lot of money to that, be honest that sounds also like a heart attack but okay yeah, yeah. Like, i don't I know man. some broccoli at least listen like, hey yeah. i am some not a health carrots. professional i heard about a guy uh, Byron was just telling you about a guy who smoked his entire life and never took a bath and lived to like 95. I'm sorry, what? Wait, did he take showers? No. He Like he did not clean his body. He was like a nomad and then like um, he took a shower at like like four months before he like turned 95 or something and he died <gasps> after taking a shower. No. Don't <laughs> let your children joking. listen to this episode if they yes. revolt against Content bath time. Warning. Yeah. <laughs> Anti-bath time speak. <laughs> this is getting the explicit warning for very different reasons than normal. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh wow. wow. That's insane. Oh, until he was 94. Can you imagine the smell? Okay. <laughs> okay, That's we're gonna a nasty go on. Man right there. See what that is. How many we're times can I bring it. up nasty girl, nasty Stinky man? Old nomad man is y'all's version of 
do you know what cashews look like? Oh my, <laughs> oh my I gosh. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. I was so scarred by seeing what cashews looked like. <laughs> oh my gosh. I remember Ridiculous. That. Oh, wow. All right. Okay. Let's move on okay, to track on. number 10, Yay! Live Live Live, laugh, love, baby. I think all I wrote was, all I can ask is, have you taken a stand to believe? (laughs) (laughs) I believe. I need that on a shirt. (laughs) Tell me this this beginning part is not like a Disney princess song. Uh, Yes, it's the annoying one from the new Aladdin. Sorry if you like that. I haven't seen it. Jasmine has her solo song and it's literally the worst thing. I don't think it's as bad as this, though. Is it? I don't think it's as bad as this, but it's pretty bad. Yikes. <gasps> I don't even know. I have nothing more to say on this. I mean, I it's said, almost like... No, you go, Faith. No, I said I can't analyze this anymore. That's <laughs> so surfacey. I know nothing. Are we all going pilot on this one? <laughs> Everyone's shutting like down. We're, we're going into TJ Reptile. Mercy me. TJ Reptile, lizard TJ brain. Me, lizard brain. I do remember TJ shutting down. He was just he like, shut you broke me so or something. Hard. <laughs> He's still scarred. Look at him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just, it was like they took a small break for like a Disney princess moment and then they went to the exact same beat that they had in the yeah. previous track. Yes. Like it's yeah, just a continuation. True. That's true. Yes. It also says nothing new. Like there's nothing new. We're at song 10. Mm-hmm. Nothing new. That would give me any reason. Yeah. Listen, I feel like in the age of Spotify, right? Like we don't need whole albums anymore. Why does anyone yeah. create whole albums? We don't need that. Like we literally don't. Actually, we only need like 10 seconds of a song because that's yes. TikTok, man. Yes. yes. <laughs> so you know sad. what I'm saying? I can listen give to that same 10 seconds. Yes. I'll, it'll be stuck be in my head for days. Yes. I don't know. Earworms. I'm just saying like, I mean, in general, I'm just like. Again, did we need this? I'm like, maybe with Cardi B out there talking to eight-year-olds about <laughs> the pussy or whatnot. Like, maybe, yeah, we might need that. Like, maybe you so. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, we're not like, yet that far gone that we would need this, but well, I suppose. Wait, 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 what did you say? <laughs> I said, we're not yet that far gone that we would need this, but. but i'm just saying like i feel like um you know back in the day they just had a lot of uh like even all the other girl bands it's like and guy bands like there was just certain things you didn't talk about certain things Mm -hmm. you didn't say Mm -hmm. now it's like a free-for-all you can say whatever you want yeah Mm -hmm. and we're not talking about just like older kids listening to it like we're talking about really young kids listening to it yeah. So I just, I kind of do feel like, okay, if I was today and I thinking about like, what do I want to play for, for little ears to hear? For sure. I'm like, you know, like there's a part of me, despite me not wanting to give in to the Christian culture mindset. I'm like, there's a part of me that's like, I just, yeah, I probably wouldn't want them listening to certain things. Um, yeah. But well, back then, I don't know. I <laughs> I don't know. If you're faced with the choice between those two, for sure. Like, I mean, like we said, you can listen to it 
like the kids don't listen to the lyrics so they're yeah they're just going to be dancing around jumping around to the beat so right yeah yeah and i think in spotify age like we can pick and choose you can take one song out of an album that bops or whatever and that's like generally a cool song that doesn't have anything super explicit maybe or whatever right like back then you had to have a you had to commit to buying an album and then you were like committed then to like listening to the whole thing and memorizing everything so it's like i don't know i kind of get it back in the day more you know what i'm saying i can see that yeah now you can hit that shuffle button that's right you know put on the song radio Yes, on Spotify for one song. Yes. Yeah, you can get a one-hit wonder and move on. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like it wasn't hard to see why that was the least streamed song on the album. Oh, yep. <laughs> it's just the end is so incredibly cringy. So cringy. Goodness. Okay, ladies, Ooh. we're on the last song. Yeah, we made it. Track eleven. at the end Nature-y. and there's water drips question mark is That's there like, really i oh. didn't make it at the last minute of the song i turned it off i didn't never listen you missed the last minute it's only part of commented on <laughs> so sorry <laughs> i just cannot with these vocals like oh they're so bad though they're so, so bad. bad yeah it's like bad broadway vibes like oh my gosh it's really i like but part of me dies yeah. Are we listening to like what's that one, the Mulan song that everyone's saying at the yes. show? Reflection. Yes. Reflection. Reflection. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's the Christina one. That's the Christina Aguilera. The- yes. Yeah. Guys, I would like to take this opportunity to shout out don't tell me why I remember this as apparently a core memory, but I cut my hair really short freshman year of college and I posted a picture on Facebook and my mom typed out the entire lyrics to that song as a comment <laughs> on my picture i want to do that on someone's picture i um, would like I'm to thank my mom for that constantly. there you go i Not love even it. a copy and paste huh? no yeah, you must type it sit there and type it gosh <laughs> is this the second longest i think i saw that this was the second i think longest uh, i don't remember let me scroll up yes yeah this no is the second longest oh you know what i was oh Third. Wrong. Sorry, by Give one me second. one reason is the longest. No, you oh. is the second longest, and then this is the third. Okay. Actually, this is the fourth, right behind. One second behind. Suddenly. suddenly. Wow, numbers are hard. I was kind of grateful that most of their songs were like sub four minutes. That was that yes. was nice. Yes, this album is forty four and like thirty eight seconds or something for eleven songs. Yeah. Is it possible that we just talked longer than this album took to listen to? That yeah. seems like mm-hmm. ridiculous. <laughs> the words that I have are minimal for this. I mean, so. this is about wraps up it for. Wait, are we doing Flogger Bobber? I'm not. <laughs> yes, I have nothing more to say about. Like, if you could turn this song off, I would appreciate Thank it. You. That was a blessing <laughs> to the ears for it to not be on any longer. Oh my gosh. Okay, so before we say Flopper Bob, I feel like. Yeah closing thoughts like what were your overall thoughts for the album as a whole Sarah, okay go for it 
I will. Okay, listen. <laughs> I've said a lot of my philosophical thoughts already. Yes. So and good. I, I, I liked the dancing of it. Mm-hmm. And that is something to be said for pop music, especially Fair. Christian pop. Oh, because the other thing is like, if you try, you know, there's a lot of bands out there that were trying to copy what was popular. Right. Okay. No hate on Lecrae because he's really dope now. But at the time when he came out with his first, like, what was it? I can't remember the line. What is his thing? Crunk for Jesus or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember thinking to myself, like, this is not as cool as regular, you know, whatever, rap music mm-hmm. or something, whatever it was supposed to be compared to at the time. I remember mm-hmm. thinking that. Like, I was super into it, but I still was like, this is just not as good, you know? Yeah. I think I was I was blue-pilled, apparently, because I was like, oh, my gosh, this is, this is my new jam. Oh, listen, church clothes? That's a newer one. That's newer. Newer. Yeah. Okay. I feel like Lecrae, for me at least, I feel like Lecrae is on a whole different level, like than he was, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. He's grown as an artist, for sure. He really has. He really has. So I guess what I'm trying to say in bringing that up is to say that when I listen across the board to other pop girl bands or just pop artists, exactly, just 1999. That's all I listen to. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like these people are like on the same level like I really don't hear much of a difference to be honest yeah no I mean that's how we could bring so many comparisons like yeah there's Mm -hmm. a lot of like I think ripoff situations but like production wise they were they were on the same like quality level as the other stuff coming out at the time so I mean I can definitely agree with you on that point yeah so it's really I guess that's my that's my takeaway I'm just love it faith closing thoughts oh gosh so i think i noticed as i listened to this album that really back then i was not listening to lyrics it was all about if it was the beat you know it was all about the beat it was all about the beat literally nothing else mattered and i also grew up in the time where i was listening to a lot of what my dad listened to which was Crowder and Mercy Me and other Those bands. Those are a totally different genre. Very mm-hmm. different genre. So yeah. this being like my first foray into like my own sort of music, it kind of hurts my soul a little bit. <laughs> not going to lie. Just like what was I doing at 10, 9, 10 years old where this was the music that felt the most comforting to me? <laughs> because I have the connotation of Zoe girl in my mind was like, man, I loved Zoe girl so much. I listened to them all the time, like so, so much. And then I found my CDs and I have one album and I have a greatest hits album. So I think my perception of Zoe girl in my mind was like this big pedestal band for me. And then mm-hmm. I realized you know, I probably at the time was more interested in listening to like the Princess Diaries soundtrack or I don't know, whatever else was coming out at the time that I was like getting to listen to because it was clean Kelly Clarkson pop music, you know? Right. So it 
kind of it's interesting to think about where your brain was when you were like a little kid listening to music versus me now as a 29 almost 30 year old listening to the same music because the connotation is so different and I literally don't think I ever want to listen to this album again (laughs) and that's tough for me honestly it kind of hurts a little bit to like but it's also like I don't know yeah I get what you're saying there's part of me that thinks like, what if Zoe Girl had gone mainstream? Yeah. What would we remember? And I think that we would remember good things. And I yeah. think that songs would slap. Like I'm, I'm, I'm dead because really? I, I just don't see much of a difference. And I think it's lyrically, you just like tweak it a little. So I just feel like, in my opinion, I'm like, if this had gone mainstream, would I still be listening to some of these songs that were like, just like pushed on us essentially like that's what it is you push these songs on a generation so it's it's hard it's hard as a person now to look back and say ah you know ah, this is whatever i don't like it and whatnot it's like yeah that's just like at the time not what's happening not what's cool not what's being pushed at you you know so like i gotta give them credit maybe is what i'm trying to say in my mind you know yeah that's fair i feel like my closing thoughts on it it was just it must have been popular at the time to just take what was happening and like be like okay we'll copy this but plus jesus like right and i think it made for a lot of like bad knockoffs and it made me i think that's why i'm more critical towards a lot of christian music is because a lot of it was just like a really bad ripoff like if they had done it better than the original then it would have been one thing but as much as i think like the production on this album was up to par with the other stuff coming out at the time i just it like i I don't even think forever 21 was a thing at the time but it's just like it gives me like knockoff forever 21 vibes like yeah interesting like five below or whatever precisely precisely. (laughs) Uh, what was it libby lou what was it libby lou was that that? the the store limited two limited two limited oh, two get... i forgot about that place no limited two was cool what are you talking it about? was i like was, wanted to shop there so bad would be the songs that they were playing in oh there. actually that's like completely accurate like yeah to a t yeah the correct the correct like crowd too yes the tweeny bopper yes. situation i was tweeny not bopper. too old for limited two but we went there for my sister and similar justice and you've never justice, forgotten that store i've never i'm scarred for life <laughs> uh, i love it for life. okay i think it is time for us oh, to God. say if this was a flop or a bop oh no what did i miss no i'm just like i'm feeling conflicted actually yeah. i really am feeling really yeah yeah because i'm recognizing that for its time like I legitimately feel like this is a bop, like for real, real. Yeah, really. I'm, Obviously, I'm with you there. Yeah, I, I mean, it's obvious. I'm not gonna like this as an adult. I right. just, I just feel like that's like gonna happen. Like, I don't feel like I'm gonna go back to. I mean, I listened to Britney stuff. I just recently, and I was like, I don't like any of it. You know, so it's like, right, how yeah. can I say it's a flop? Yeah as a person now that has a completely different interest and taste in music altogether. Like yeah. I've, I'm, I can respect that. 
I was gonna give it a flop, y'all, but I'm I'm straight up giving it a bop. No, not because, not because, plot twist. I, I can listen. I can like. <laughs> I don't have a rating system in the same way y'all do. I'm like fluid here. I'm like. Oh my gosh, the spin zone. It's so good. (laughs) I love that. These songs aren't memorable, but listen, if that had been pushed on me in mainstream, I would have been into this, you know? So I'm giving it a bop. I'm giving it a bop. Wow. Wow. (laughs) All right, Faith, what say ye? What say ye? Um, You know... I don't think I have the same sentimentality, which is weird because I'm a very sentimental person. I've learned yeah. in this move um, lately, but I'm going to have to f- to flop this. Like, yeah. I felt so sad <laughs> listening to it. I thought you were just going to. Are you going to cry right now? I could honestly, maybe a yeah. little bit. Listen, I'm in a fragile move? state. I'm in a Girl, fragile state. <laughs> like, let I... me just tell you, when Ooh. I moved, I straight up had a a breakdown. Like I was laughing and then I was crying. It was oh, wild. That and was like, it happens. It happens. <laughs> I may have sat on the floor earlier and like been on the verge of tears and then Aww. like okay we're gonna rally and do this and then podcast. she listened to i believe hey i see <laughs> yes. you hey i see you, know, you right now we're just we're rocking and rolling but um i will say that this will not be on my like rally and go playlist going forward not on your do nostalgic playlist no that's full of angsty music perfect um, so <laughs> you know that's the vibe we're going for for nostalgia but I will say, looking at this with fresh 29-year-old eyes, it made me really wonder what was going on back then that made me love this so much, Hmm. you know? So I can appreciate it for that, but without the same sentimentality of for what it was doing at the time, I'm going to flop this in the year of our Lord 2022. (laughs) (laughs) Mark it on your calendars. Yes. Um, I will say unapologetically, this was a flop. Like, yeah. lazy lyric writing. Like, they were way too old, and they all have songwriting credits. I mean, I know that can be a strategic yeah. decision monetarily, but, or like politically, but lazy songwriting. A lot of it, I was confused what or who they were talking about. Like, what is the yes. subject matter? Like, it just all all in all other than the i believe song which i really only like for nostalgia like yeah i think it is a complete too. flop for me vocals are terrible i hope they never listen to this because <laughs> i feel like i've been i would never be this mean to somebody in real life like yeah. if i saw them yeah. in person i'd be like oh my, oh my god it's so good yeah like, i surely they don't look kid. Yeah. Come on, they don't look back at their twenty-five-year-old self and think I was so great back then. Like, does I anyone do that? No. Does anyone do that? I hope not. I hope oh. not. Well, what a journey! How many fingers, Bethany? <laughs> Overall, Overall album. this album got like a nub. Like, <laughs> it's a dire situation for that hand, whatever hand it's on. Not good. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you all for joining along with us on this podcast that we run. 
make sure that you subscribe to our Patreon. We've got lots of good stuff going on over there. Lots of exclusive content. Pictures of Faith as a baby. Sarah and her nasty girl obsession. Like... (laughs) Get what you get what you want. It's it's all there. It's all there. <laughs> not sound good, girl. Not sound good. And nasty, nasty girl. girl That's correct. Guys, this was super fun. Yes. I'm so glad I got to go through time with you guys wow. and listen to these beats. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's a good time. These beats. It's good. <laughs> what a journey. It's- it's good to listen to, you know, get back to our girly selves. You know what oh, I'm saying? yes. Back to the roots, for sure. It's until next time. Peace out. Keep it bopping. <laughs> you nasty, <laughs> nasty girls. You nasty girls. <laughs> we'll see you next time, nasty girls. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Sarah. I love that. I was really mad Me at myself too. for agreeing to it, and then I had a lot of fun. <laughs> Me too. So much. We go through so much. Regret. I don't know about the other guys, but I go through that every single week. <laughs> Why do I subject myself to this? That's podcast. That's podcasting. Yeah, I think it's I think podcasting. It's, honestly, I think it's just podcasting in general. It's like, yeah, I regret it. Yes, I like. What decision did I make to subject myself to this? Like, like, why I am I doing paid this? for this. This Honestly, is just something I decided to no do with my life. No one is paying me. <laughs> no oh my one God. is paying me. How and then you have pay my mortgage.